One of my favorite movies growing up as a kid was, of course, the classic Toy Story. You know, Woody and Buzz and all the wonderful characters. Such a great film with a very wholesome message. At the heart of that movie is the song, You've Got a Friend in Me, written by Randy Newman. It's quite ironic that if you listen to anything else by Randy Newman, you know he's one of the more biting satirists uh, of the 20th century. Um, So it's a little bit ironic that he wrote such a wholesome uh, and just uplifting song. It's a beautiful and evocative song nonetheless. And the second verse of that song reads as follows. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. If you've got troubles, I've got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. We stick together and can see it through because you've got a friend in me. As that song states, friendship implies a likeness between two parties. You know, if someone might have troubles, well, hey, I've got them too. We can develop a relationship. We can develop a friendship based off of likeness. It could be interests, ideals, strengths, and yes, even weaknesses can form the basis of friendship and relationship. And as we know, brothers and sisters, our Lord came into this world to truly be friends with us. Because you and I are made for relationship, and with no one more so and more prominently than with God himself. Our God made us. He loves us into existence, and he is the very center, it should be the very center of our lives. Our relationship with him means everything. It's why he came into this world. And I think the words of that verse in particular, if you've got a friend in me, epitomize the friendship that Christ seeks to have with us as he enters into the world. Because Jesus, in seeking to make us his friends, takes on our human likeness in the incarnation. Because between God and us, there's a bit of a gap, you could say, and that's putting it lightly. So there needs to be a likeness between him and us, a similarity between him and us. Otherwise, we could not truly be friends. Now, yes, we know in some state, you know, in some circumstances, opposites do attract, but underneath it all, there has to be some similarity or likeness, or else there would not be friendship. And Christ is our greatest friend, because he came into this world, and he is truly a man like us in all things but sin. A man like us in all things but sin. Fully human. All the human emotions, every facet of human existence, Jesus took them on and experienced them himself to show us that he is our friend and our brother. As the letter to the Hebrews says, we do not have a savior and a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness. Because Jesus came and took on the human condition. He took on all our weaknesses and frailties with the exception, of course, of sin. And in particular today, this great miracle in our gospel, the healing of the man with leprosy. We see Jesus taking on the weaknesses and the frailties of the people that are around him that need healing. A leper was unable to truly live a human life, ostracized from the community, banished to the outskirts of society, having to go everywhere and shout, unclean, unclean, as we heard in our first reading. By healing this man, Jesus reestablishes his relationships, this leper's relationships, and reintegrates him into society at large. 
It allows him to actually live and experience life as it was meant to be. And there's one detail, though, in particular. You may have missed it in this gospel that illustrates and speaks to the lengths that Jesus is willing to go for us to bring us back and be our friend in the process. In, in this miracle, as he does in many others, Jesus tells this man, don't publicize this. Don't talk about it. Obviously, go show yourselves to the priests in order to be declared clean, but otherwise, don't talk about this. And of course, the man publicizes the entire matter, as anyone probably would have, seeing such a tremendous thing, wanting to tell so many people. But we hear, at the end of this gospel, this, this leper spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places and people, people kept coming to him from everywhere. You know the primary group of people who was unable to enter a town openly? Lepers. The lepers were unable to enter a town openly. They were forced to be in deserted places. By healing this man and having the publicity go everywhere, Jesus is taking on many of the stigmas and the conditions of being a leper without being a leper himself. Again, Jesus took upon every human, himself, every human weakness, every frailty, and it's in this moment that he assumes the condition and the circumstances of being a leper. If Jesus was a man like us in all things but sin, then today he is a leper in all things but leprosy. He took to himself the conditions of being a leper, unable to enter a town openly, relegated to the outskirts, to show us that he is united with our suffering, with our human condition, and with the lowest of the low. And this shows us a, a very profound descent of God into our lives. He descended to the very depths of the human condition that we might know we have a friend in Christ, one who willingly embraced everything there is to being a human being, except sin. And we see this also in the lives of the great saints. In particular, one man, St. Damien of Molokai. If you've never heard his story, it's quite remarkable. He was a priest from Belgium who served as a missionary to what is now Hawaii in the 1800s. He volunteered, while he was there, to be a missionary to a leper colony on the island of Molokai. The lepers in Hawaii in the 1800s in the kingdom of Hawaii were banished, just as they were in Jesus' time, to this little outpost on the island of Molokai. And it was a very hopeless existence, condemned to die alone, isolated from others. Father Damien taught the Catholic faith and gave hope to the hopeless for 16 years on the island of Molokai. Sometimes even going months, if not years, without being able to go to confession. Because he was the only other priest on that island. It's as if he was saying, I will live with you, I will be among you, I will come into your lives when no one else wants to be anywhere near you. And one Sunday, he began his homily by saying, my brethren, we lepers. It was his way of telling them that he had contracted the disease himself. Showing them the depths that he was willing to go to give them the gospel and show them the love of Christ. Because it's so Christ-like to take on the diseases, the infirmities of the people to whom we are serving, to show them how loved they are. 
St. Damien would say, I make myself a leper with the lepers to gain all for Christ. That was his inspiration. And he died of leprosy at the age of 49 in 1889. Brothers and sisters, you and I are called to bring our weaknesses to Christ. Whatever, it, whatever we might be dealing with, whatever ailments, infirmities, or just crosses of life that we deal with, we are called to bring them to Jesus who wants to take them upon himself, upon his shoulders. Whether it's our anxiety, well, Jesus has been through that in the garden. Whether it's grief, he's been there at the tomb of Lazarus weeping for his friend. Whatever we are dealing with, Jesus does not address us as you. He addresses us as we, just as St. Damien did. But further, in our interactions with one another, brothers and sisters, we are called to help others in their burdens and sufferings. To take some of those burdens and place them on our shoulders, just like St. Damien did. To bear them willingly as an opportunity to conform our lives to Christ. Whether it's taking care of ailing relatives, taking on extra responsibilities at work, or caring for a child, whatever it might be, the love of Christ compels us to take on the life and the experiences and, yes, even the weaknesses of others and make them our own. Our Lord would not have had it any other way. Brothers and sisters, Christ came to take our human weaknesses unto himself. He bore them on his shoulders in the cross and transformed them in the resurrection. Let us not be afraid to surrender our hurts to him. For we have a friend in Christ, one who is like us, who, endures, who endured what we endure, and who desires to heal and redeem us.